the queen of resilience, sits down with each incredible author featured in this highly anticipated anthology. In this captivating series, we delve into the depths of each author's chapter, exploring the hows and whys behind their desire to share their experiences with multiple sclerosis. Prepare to be inspired as these courageous souls recount their triumphs, their challenges and the resilience that fuels their spirits. Welcome back listeners to Whispers of Resilience, our MS stories. Today I've got with me one of our great authors, Kim. How are you, Kim? Hey, Justine. Um, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Now, Kim only lives up the road from me and we, we've known each other for quite some time and I approached Kim if she'd like to be part of the anthology and Kim said yes. So, Kim, what was the reasoning why you wanted to be part of the book? Thank you for approaching me. Uh, it was a really cool offer and I'm so glad to take part. It's a great opportunity. Thank you. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. And why did you write your chapter? Um, I love writing. So when you said it, I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, I can always find things to write about. I sort of write a lot of poetry and songwriting and just write for the sake of writing's sake. Um, even lists and things that I try to locate and can't sometimes like because I have so many hundreds of things written. Um, yep. And now it's usually on the one device too, so it should be easier, but it's not necessarily <laughs> to find. That's, that's our MS brains as well, isn't it, Kim? But on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, you uh, wrote your chapter and you're pretty proud of your chapter? Um, yeah, it's good to kind of like sort of sort of tell things to potentially an audience that wants to hear it for a change maybe so. yeah yeah and I'm sure there'll be I'm sure your story will resonate with quite a few of the listeners out there uh, that read it and you know we are making history so to speak with this book as well and I've spoken to a few of the other authors and have said wouldn't it be nice that in the future that this becomes a history book not a how-to book that MS no longer exists because they've got a cure for it. But in order for them to know what MS was, our stories uh, do that. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> That's a great goal, a great thought um, yeah. to imagine, Cute. but not impossible. Yep. No, I don't think it's impossible. It's just a matter of when, not if, and um, be nice that our book, goes down in history of this is what it was like living with um, MS back in the 2000s and now whatever year it is, um, they no longer have to worry about it. So was there something that you wanted to put into your chapter but you forgot to write? Oh, heaps probably realistically. Um, yeah, because we were limited to a sort of reasonable quantity of words because there's a lot of us with a lot of things to tell and yeah, within reason we were limited. Um, yeah. yeah, so there's, there's heaps of things that I didn't go into much detail about or that I could have, like, elaborated from, um, of, like, I didn't speak much about violin and, I've like, my songs and my instruments, like, I haven't got my kid here, but I've got, like, um, practice hat over there and my sticks here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, my pets, cats and goldfish, my um, harp over there. Lots of stuff going on. You're actually, you've used this just to get started back into writing and 
you're now in Morpheus Writing Group continuing your writing journey and putting together a book. Yes. <laughs> so that's exciting. You've got to be Very. excited about that, Kim. Yeah. Yep. Really? So tell, telling a memoir, writing, you know, poetry, I think is in yours as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's some poetry. Yeah. I've been brainstorming like which topics because I've got so much I could write about so many things mm-hmm. and a lot based on truth or like my own sort of like, you know, based yeah. on true stories and yeah. some like that I'd like to sort of like um, sort of, you know, research a lot further that aren't necessarily things that I really would know firsthand, which is I'm yeah. covering the things I really know first first, I think. Yep. And then like I'll look into other stuff other times. <laughs> yeah. so it's going to be an exciting project that we're working on together and you yeah. joining the writing group has been fantastic. We're our first month into it uh, in July. Now this is you're probably out there listening at the moment uh, to this people and it's September. Um, we did do a little bit of pre-planning in, in uh, filming all of these a lot earlier so they could be edited and put out to the world. Uh, on the month that we are launching Whispers of Resilience, which comprises 26 authors from around the country and Kim uh, being one of them. How long have you had MS for, Kim? I was diagnosed. I was actually, I found out on my birthday in 2008. My son hadn't long been in the world, only a few months. I think I'd had it a lot longer, but I was officially diagnosed in um, in. Well, my diagnosis date was in April because, like, I've told a little bit more about it in the in the book. Um, yeah, and I kind of like put the like, like put the panic on and had to kind of hold off before I could start the treatment at the time. Mm. And um, yeah, so that delayed my official um Sorry, date being recorded because, yeah, um, but that have been diagnosed have either been living with it for a couple of years or or if not you know decades before because it was all misdiagnosed or you put down like the symptom to having a a pinched nerve or you've hurt your back or you've pulled or strained a muscle or something like that before Mm. we're actually uh fully diagnosed um with it yeah so kim are you on any disease modifying therapies at the moment, I'm. I've just finished coming off one. It had served its like I'd kind of done my time with that. That it was yep. as good as it got. Um, I was starting to get side effects instead of it being beneficial, which it possibly was for a while. It yep. started kind of causing other things, and um, yep. and I went straight to my GP. Mm, I went straight to my GP, and because I couldn't, I tried. To, firstly, I actually tried to contact um, my neurologist, who yep. I think like a lot of us have the same neurologist but um in Geelong and he I had to contact his nurse and she got onto him and they said yeah it's fine come off it and through my GP I'd gotten a prescription to get something to come off it like that affected the stomach bug it was quite an intense drug it's actually um it had had some terrible results in clinical trials, but it has shown to have effect to be useful for some people with MS and other things yep. that maybe. What were, you on? what were you on, Kim? Um, it was. It's not allowed to be sold under its um, under its like um, market name anymore. It's it was banned in most countries, like black box warning. But it was um, or Beijing or Beijing or, or Beijing. Abajo. 
thank you. I can't. I kept my winner mouth around the way. I was too. on it too, oh so God. that's why I know the name of it. So yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nasty person. when it goes wrong, but mm. it's meant to be effective for some people. Yeah, so. and it does say. Um, I know how scary that one is because I waited about five months before I actually went on that drug because it takes two years to naturally come out of your system. Yeah. And Did you I, even come off it? Yeah, I used this chemical flush. Oh, yep. my God. Talk about vomit. Had to drink it, Grace. Yeah, three times a day. I won't tell you <laughs> online. I'll, I'll wait until we get off and I tell you what I thought it tasted and smelled like. <laughs> I'll probably agree. It was bad. Yes. Yes, um, mm. terrible milky cream. Oh, oh no, I think, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it was sort of like, um, uh, like it was little sachets. Sachets? Yeah, and you mix it up with water. Yeah, that's it. Three <laughs> times a day. Yeah, yeah. So what it actually did, listeners, was it binds to the drug in your small intestines and stops it from being reabsorbed back through into your system all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, it takes a good three, four weeks of you doing that chemical flush before it actually comes out. Um, but, yeah, I had some nasty yeah. side effects on that as well, Kim. So now you're, you would be then in the wait zone waiting to go on to the next one? Um, yeah, I am. I'm still trying to – I still don't feel fully cleansed. Like I'm still having sort of like um, – like I'm still feeling like it's – I need that little bit of time yeah. – um, yeah, and I've got a lot else going on too, so I don't want to make yeah. any impacting decisions while I'm sorting that out too. Yeah. Um, unless, like, unless it changes that it's, like, something that's essential. I've had a couple of um, bouts of needing steroids lately for asthma-related, not MS-related things, um, yeah. so I take what I need to when I need to, obviously. But, yeah, at the moment until I can make an absolute, you know, what's going to be the right decision, um, I'm off things for now. And that is a that is a question there, you know, making the decision that's right for you, for no one else but for you. And, mm. you know, these are very powerful drugs that they give us. They're not just like having a Panadol mm. and going, okay, well, everything's going to be fixed now. That headache's going to go They're going to be gone. Um, you do have to weigh up what the long-term, well, short-term and long-term effects of these drugs uh, are going to do to your system and the side effects that they it's all. It's never a one size fits all with this. No, it's not. Those. I think mm. I've been on five different ones. Yeah, five different ones. Four or five. Yeah, I, what have I had? I've had like um, two, an autoject and then an intermuscular and then two. So just beta fearon, taxone. Uh, no, 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 beta, beta fearon. I just had Avonex. Oh, is that a- is that the same okay. name? Yeah, no, and then oh, okay, and then, no, Capaxone, then Avonex, and then Jelenia. I get those names wrong sometimes. Yeah, I'm like confused in order. Um, and then um, yeah, um, Abagio, Abagio. <laughs> well, I yeah. did Capaxone, Tysabri, Jelenia, and then Abagio. Yep, mine were. Did I say Jelenia? I had that. Yep. 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 Cool. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I haven't been on anything now in five years, so um, I don't have an. Doing all right without at the moment at this time. Well, I don't have an immune system, so effectively I've had HSCT, so what you go to Russia to have done. But because I got cancer and went through chemo, it wiped out my B and T cells. So there's no point at this particular stage in going back. But in saying that, 
as you know, I had an MRI yesterday and I go back in next week waiting for the results of the MRI and there it's always a nervous time, that nervous wait and waiting to see if there is any new damage in the brain or the central nervous system down the spine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not a fun time. No, I wish they could just give you the results straight away, not wait that week yeah. or two <laughs> or a month. Yeah, or just like, you know, um, keep it like, you know, more always like good results. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's find a cure and then we don't have to go into these tunnels. I was yeah. um, reading the other day that out of the 25,000 people across Australia that have been diagnosed with MS, it costs the Australian taxpayer $1 billion a year. Yeah, amazing amount of money. Amazing. Do you know we're all actually taxpayers? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, so one one billion dollars to the Australian economy a year just for people with MS. So you know it, it is important, not only financially, but for each and every one of us in finding that cure. And hopefully, yeah, and it's, it's, it is important too because we could instead of taking from the yeah. tax payments that are being put into that, we could put more into making money for that pool. Because yeah, we would right. have more ability to get out and do things, achieve yeah. in the workforce. And yeah, that's yeah. right. I've tried. I've worked as a kitchen hand and all sort of things out of my real capacity and I've done a really good job. And I've been told, like, you're a hard worker, you're doing a good job. But because they know I have MS, the stigma around it and everything, and because I'm old, um, well, not old, but, like, older than most kitchen like, hands. You're not old. Yeah, I hear that. It's like, no, but I'm, like, I'm the age where you're not very employable. Anything over 45 is pretty much, like, Sorry, we want the 17, 18, 20-year-olds, like, you know. How old are you now? 46. Yes, yeah, so you're still a spring chicken compared to me. Moving right along on that conversation. Yeah, but you're kicking ass and you're probably, you know, putting in more tax contribution than I can right now. You're, so here you are. You are contributing back into society by writing. There's yes. a purpose there by and writing. Music. And music, that's right, on, yep. on both of those. And um, we're going to start. We're going to share some of your links in the story notes as well in your chapter where people can find and listen to your music, um, which is fantastic uh, there. so There's nothing newly added because I sort of don't know how to record by myself. I need to still learn that. And what I had had recorded, I secretly think it hasn't been exactly totally confessed or admitted to, but I suspect a little bit of... um, like with, with the person who had helped me record everything that we'd recorded and played a lot of the instruments on it too because it was early days stuff for me, um, like they may have tweaked it to not help me but to actually hinder me because the things I did like um, backing vocals on them for and stuff um, were probably a better quality than what they let me put out for myself. So uh, uh, a little bit of the old. <laughs> have another listen. I have to have another <laughs> I'll send you the links of the things that I I um I helped that oh. person with. Yeah, and that'll be cool. separate. You do that. You do that. <laughs> if there was something that you could share with someone who was newly diagnosed, who is listening or watching this, what would it be? Um, when when you're going through the initial um sort of having an answer, um, take it as if you're possibly able to, 
as the start to um, it getting better. Um, it's not a cure, but like there's like it's it's the beginning of a way to live with having MS or around you know around having MS. So do you mean life, do you mean way. you mean taking a disease modifying therapy drug? Is that what you mean? If that's what's required, yes. Um, also like definitely being open to that. Um, cause you know, we have, and also, um, mm. being very speculative about what you decide about that and which one you are, um, best suited to. Yep. Um, it's not a one size fits all for everyone and anyone. Um, yeah. And just because you, work file one drug, just you file on one drug doesn't mean that there's not another one out there that's right. that's fit for you. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. And um, and at times like like us, there's times where it won't be, you know, sort of required for periods if it's you know between treatments or you know various situations. Um, but it is an important part of um, you know, the path and after being diagnosed with MS. Definitely. Would you also say that having a good relationship with your medical team is vital? Absolutely, pretty much, um, you know, sort of fairly essential, um, advisable, necessary, um, necessary evils. Um, usually if you get that good rapport happening, it's not even, like, bad anymore. It's, yeah. Yeah, it makes, it makes it a lot more pleasant. So, yeah, it's, it's beyond advisable. It's, like, absolutely favourable. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, and I'm like with our neurologist and now, um, I don't know, I'm pretty sure we have the same one. We've talked about it before <laughs> and, um, and with the, the nurse in, um, in his duty. Um, yep. yep. They're fabulous. Really good. And I think like from the start, um, has been great all the way through. Yeah. And, yeah. Different. And, and that's, that's okay. I mean, you really have to have a good rapport with all of your medical team. If you've got someone on your team that you clash with, or there's a clash of personality, or you don't trust them, then we can in Australia ask for someone else. Yeah, we and we're, we're within that given right to. Yeah. Um, yeah, and in, and we'd like with um, NDIS if we're um, eligible to um, meet that criteria. It's the same there. We have the rights to, um, you know, choice, and um, we have options, even though we might not want things or we might want things you know yeah. whatever's deemed reasonable and necessary um we have options and freedom of choice of who who deals with us we yeah. are letting them into our homes and things um mm. so we really need that as you know people living with disabilities and um yeah we really need that you know that trust. feeling of being safe and trust yeah. yeah and they deserve it back and, and respect and it goes two ways too them to us us to them that's that's exactly right couldn't have said that better well, Kim, thank you very much for your time today in Thanks sharing a little bit about um, your life and your chapter. And um, by the time this comes mm -hmm. out, everyone will have read everyone else's chapters because all the Paul authors have not read um, each other's chapters yet. Um, <laughs> we've been holding off on that. I'm, it's only a couple of us that have read the whole book and it's absolutely amazing and, and we can't wait to share it. So if you do want to grab it, I can't wait to read everyone else. Oh, sorry, I buttoned. I'm too excited. No, that's okay. Go for it. <laughs> Can't wait to read. Everyone else is like, I'm really excited about it. 
Yeah, cool. I'm excited as well for it to be coming out. And listeners, if you are out there wondering where you can get yourself a copy of the book, it can be bought through resiliencemindset.com.au or on all major download platforms that you can buy them from, Amazon, Barnes & Noble um, and Kindle as well. So uh, until next time, uh, is there anything you want to part with, Kim? Um. Uh, um, buy the book. Stay awesome. Buy the book. <laughs> Check us all out in what we do, and we if we do anything creative or like, you know, occupational wise or hobby wise. And yeah. um, so find a cure. <laughs> find a cure. Yeah, and wait for Kim's book to come out as well, which will be available through Morpheus Publishing there as well. So. There'll be um, plenty to celebrate that day, won't there, Kim, when that one comes to fruition? Yeah, Yeah, great. So um, uh, authors, listeners, remember uh, resiliencemindset.com.au, 25% of um, the sale of each book is going back to MS Research to find a secure. So until the next one, uh, you all stay healthy. Are you ready to be inspired? Get ready for the book that will touch your heart and ignite your spirit. Whispers of Resilience, Personal Stories of Living with MS is now available for purchase. Have you ever wanted to peek into the lives of individuals who have triumphed over adversity? Look no further. This highly anticipated anthology brings together a group of exceptionally talented authors, all living with multiple sclerosis, who share their personal journeys with unyielding honesty and vulnerability. At www.resiliencemindset.com.au, you can now secure your copy of this remarkable book that captures the essence of resilience, hope, and the power of the human spirit. Dive into the stories that will captivate your imagination and open your heart to the triumphs and challenges faced by these courageous individuals. With each turn of the page, you'll witness the unbreakable spirit of these authors, as they navigate the unpredictable terrain of Ms. Their Words will inspire you, uplift you, and remind you of the incredible strength that lies within. Visit www.resiliencemindset.com.au now and embark on a transformative journey through the pages of Whispers of Resilience. Get your copy today, 